Please join the Weekly Standard for an important policy forum hosted in conjunction with Concerned Veterans for America and the Manhattan Institute on the morning of August 7th at the Harvard Club in New York City. Entitled Liberty Versus Security, What is the Right Post-9-11 Balance in America?, this free breakfast forum will feature an expert discussion on the subject of how we as Americans can strike the proper balance between our guaranteed individual liberties and the need for collective national security in a dangerous world. This event will feature remarks and discussion from Congressman Peter King, John Stossel, host of Stossel on Fox News Channel, and William Crystal of the Weekly Standard, followed by an expert panel discussion. There is no charge to attend the event, and breakfast will be served. Space is limited and filling quickly, so please RSVP today to ensure participation in this event. To register to attend Liberty vs. Security, please click the link below the podcast. Let's talk to uh, Tom Jocelyn with the uh, Weekly Standard, who has written often about the Benghazi uh, story and what it means for us. Tom, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. When you hear the White House say for a second time that the specifically the Benghazi scandal is a phony scandal, what is your reaction? Well, you know, I argued in a, a USA Today clip a couple of weeks back or several weeks back that it is a scandal for a variety of reasons. And, you know, first and foremost, you know, we still don't have any official explanation of who killed the U.S. ambassador and three other Americans, uh, you know, more than 10 months after the attack. I don't... This is sort of very reminiscent to my mind of what happened after the USS Cole bombing, where there was all this obfuscation about who actually did it. And, you know, that to me is scandalous because it shows sort of this, I think, willful blindness in terms of who we're facing. I don't understand how, when, as uh, J- Congressman Chaffetz pointed out, CNN is able to talk to one of the key suspects in this case, but reportedly the FBI has never even spoken to him. How is that not scandalous in and of itself? Right. Well, I think it's the point where incompetence becomes scandalous, and I, I think it is ideologically driven. There's just this, this desire to, to, to sort of treat the Benghazi terrorist attack as a law enforcement matter as opposed to a military matter. And there's no military response against the terrorists responsible for killing a U.S. ambassador, and I find that scandalous. But the incompetence, I think, just is, is stunning on multiple levels. I mean, just think about it. Not only has no terrorist been killed or apprehended by the U.S., for the uh, attacks in Benghazi. But you basically you have other terrorists who were apprehended abroad who have been let go in Tunisia and Libya, including guys with known terrorist pedigrees, guys who there's ample evidence to keep them in, in custody. And there's been no, no pressure by the U.S. government that we can tell to, to make sure those guys may, are, are kept in foreign custody. And then, as I reported earlier this year, one of the chief suspects in the Benghazi terrorist attacks, an Egyptian, is in Egyptian custody, but the U.S. has been denied direct access to him. So, you know, this is really one of those these stories where every layer you look at, every sort of spoke on the wheel just leads to just incompetence to the point of scandal. I'm trying to figure out the uh, argument that the Obama supporters would make for the Obama administration and how they've handled this. And in particular, you mentioned the Egypt case. That brings to mind the breaking news of today that Edward Snowden is apparently going to be roaming around Russia free, and eventually he'll be in another country free, with, despite the resetting of, of the relationship with them. Is there an, a win, an upside to Obama foreign policy that I'm overlooking, Tom? Uh, I, I can't find one, not, not, in, not in certainly the areas I cover. Um, you know, he, he's been very aggressive, or he was very aggressive in using drones, and then 
against senior al-Qaeda terrorists and getting out bin Laden deserves credit for that. But basically, the rest of the chessboard, his administration has been handing away. And when you look at what's happened all throughout North Africa and Syria and elsewhere, it's undeniable that al-Qaeda is expanding. And so what they come back with, what the administration and sports come back with is, well, they're not that interested in attacking the U.S. homeland today. That's not their, their, their main sort of goal at the moment. But that is an incredibly short-sighted argument. I mean, one of the things the 9-11 Commission found was that al-Qaeda's ability to maintain safe havens abroad will eventually lead to attacks against us. I think that's common sense, basically. Um, and I can't think of any time in history where one's enemy is growing and expanding and that's thought to either be a neutral thing or to be a non-problem. I mean, it's a big problem. And eventually it's going to lead to new attacks against the U.S., even if they're not happening today. And, in fact, we've seen this since 2009, several different al-Qaeda-affiliated groups now, from al-Qaeda in the Peninsula to the Pakistani Taliban, have tried to orchestrate attacks on U.S. homeland. The, uh, the, the, the idea of the President of the United States and then the spokesperson standing up and calling Benghazi specifically a phony scandal would be bad enough just given the policy circumstances, Tom, but there are family members out there. I'm talking to you from Massachusetts where Glenn Doherty's family is, uh, Sean Smith's mother, one of the other people killed that day. They, they're obviously not happy. I, I don't understand how this is a win at any level, strategic, political, foreign policy at all, to deny that this is scandalous and to get serious about doing something about it. Yeah, I mean, the argument I've seen is that it's a non-issue, that it's an overblown political issue, but that's really not the case. I think they really misunderstand sort of the people who are concerned about national security, America's interests, where they're coming from, including myself. I mean, it's, it's not about, ultimately, it's not about politics so much as it's about just finding out who killed the U.S. ambassador and, and three other Americans and who, who launched this massive attack on, you know, a U.S. mission there in Benghazi. But, you know, it, it goes even, it's even worse than that. I've argued at the standard in several pieces that if you look at who was responsible for these assaults on U.S. embassies throughout the region, beginning in Cairo earlier in the day before the Benghazi attack, and in Tunisia, and in Yemen, and elsewhere, what you find is this consistent theme of not just Salafi jihadists, not just jihadists, but jihadists with known ties to al-Qaeda, including, including al-Qaeda terrorists who are designated by the U.N. and U.S., and have been designated for a long time by, uh, by those bodies right. as official al-Qaeda terrorists. And there's no official recognition, recognition by the U.S. government that that even took place. One last thing, when you hear the phrase... Benghazi, not a scandal. What are one or two unanswered questions that spring to mind that you would point people to and say, look, of course it's a scandal. We can't even answer this. Well, you know, we still don't have any explanation of, you know, who who ordered the attack. Uh, we don't have any explanation of a, a complete roster of who was involved. We have all sorts of reports about the parties that were involved, and every single time there's some al-Qaeda link, of course. But there's just the very basics of it. I mean, even, you know, uh, you know, when Ambassador Stevens died exactly, how he died, what happened with him when he was brought out of the compound. I mean, all this stuff sort of remains mired in mystery as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Tom Jocelyn with the Weekly Standard, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Thanks a lot. Please join the Weekly Standard for an important policy forum hosted in conjunction with Concerned Veterans for America and the Manhattan Institute, on the morning of August 7th at the Harvard Club in New York City. Entitled Liberty versus Security, What is the Right Post-9-11 Balance in America? This free breakfast forum will feature an expert discussion on the subject of how we as Americans can strike the proper balance between our guaranteed individual liberties and the need for collective national security in a dangerous world. This event will feature remarks and discussion from Congressman Peter King, 
John Stossel, host of Stossel on Fox News Channel, and William Crystal of the Weekly Standard, followed by an expert panel discussion. There is no charge to attend the event, and breakfast will be served. Space is limited and filling quickly, so please RSVP today to ensure participation in this event. To register to attend Liberty vs. Security, please click the link below the podcast.